Welcome to Wizard Team in the Time Room, where we're taking our time turner out of the Department of Mysteries in the name of Magical Curiosity. Be warned, this is a timey-wimey podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. In this series, we will be choosing one moment in the original Harry Potter series, changing it, and asking how the story would be different from that point on. Please be advised that time travel is heavily restricted by the Ministry of Magic and that you should not try this at home. Joining us today with clearance from the unspeakables is YouTube YouTuber and author of Sorted, Jackson Bird. Hi, Jack. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. I'm excited. This is this is going to be good. I, I am be. so excited to mess with time. Like, I, literally, one, <laughs> one of my favorite things is time travel and just, like, thinking about how if one thing changed, how would every, like, what would everything play out from there and the ripple effects. So, like, I love this series. I feel like you came up with such a good, <laughs> like, way to do a fresh spin also on Harry Potter. This is great. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's like, it's like two things here because, like, we get to do time travel, which is a thing that we love um and then also we just get to like have our like friends and people we haven't yet gotten on the show we're like okay come do this yeah <laughs> this will be this is and it's a fun way to like talk about harry potter without having to like talk about harry potter <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah it's, it's great to just like get to really like dive into the og7 nothing nothing else matters not nothing. Not if you. Well, I mean, we'll occasionally bring up Albus yeah. Severus, but only in right. the mm. like. Is only that in still the does name? he exist? <laughs> does he still exist? No, great. Is, it, is that still his name? No, awesome. awesome. <laughs> I do, I do like how that plays out of like how things change and it means that he has a different name. <laughs> like you, you get yeah. to there. Um, no, it's I. Uh, I majored in comparative literature, so like playing with a text with literally nothing else outside of the text is like one of my favorite things to do. I'm so game. Yeah. Oh my god, you comp lit majors, man. Freaking weirdos. Two comp lit classes, and I was like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't remember a lot of it. (laughs) Like at NYU, it was definitely just reading like a lot of Foucault and talking about post structuralism. I will say, big part of my degree was talking about death of the author. So all this conversation Mm, this year, I have felt very equipped for. (laughs) Like finally, yeah, (laughs) like yes, all that money, yeah, (laughs) came in handy. Prepared me for this moment. Yep. <laughs> Ready. Okay. Um, real quick, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our website, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Support Black Girls Create. You can check out our Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash support. And we have Black Girls Create merch. So head over to our website and step up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. To subscribe, go to blackgirlscreate.org. Magical birthdays! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yesterday was Marquita's birthday. Happy birthday, Kiki. And Saturday is Kay and James Potter's birthday. So, birthday twins. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. We have big news. Um, so, Wizard Team is going into retirement. 
We have really enjoyed talking mess with y'all for the last five and a half years, but we feel it's time for us to hang it up, both to focus on new projects and maybe at some point find a love of Harry Potter again. Um, We hope that y'all enjoy these last episodes of The Time Room and go back to your favorite episodes because they'll always be there. We're not taking them down. They're funny. We're funny. It was a time. It, it, it's enjoy, it was enjoyable at the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and join us on April 14th at 3.30 p.m. PST, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Go to timeanddate.com to do the math, whatever time that is in your time. Um, for our final Wizard Team Wednesday, we will be hanging out with some of the friends we've made along the way, answering your questions and celebrating 275 episodes of Wizard Team. You'll find more info on our website and on our socials, but um, get your questions ready because we want to answer them. Yeah, it'll be fun. One last hurrah. It's in here. <laughs> um, all right. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Jack, let us know what is it that we're changing today. All right. So um I will preface this with <laughs> uh so I first read the books as a kid. I was like nine when Prisoner of Azkaban came to the US, and so I grew up with, you know, with the books as the characters aged. And then I didn't read them again until I was like 26 like i read them a lot as a kid and listened to audiobooks nonstop and mm-hmm. stuff deathly hallows didn't really read again so like my whole adulthood till late 20s i did not read them and when i went back and read them as an adult the biggest thing that stood out to me was why don't they talk to the adults like there are so many conflicts that could be solved if they just talk to yeah. an adult you know <laughs> and so that is what what we are doing today is um we are changing the instance when uh, Harry and Hermione were getting Norbert the baby dragon, Hagrid's baby dragon, uh, off to Charlie Weasley's friends, I guess. And they got caught by Professor McGonagall and they got detention and they did not explain what they were doing to her. They just let her make her assumptions. And I feel like if they had either Harry or Hermione had been like, you know what, like, we're just going to tell the truth and therefore McGonagall knows that it is Hagrid that was behind it all. Um, I think she would have been a little more lenient on her punishment and, like, you know, reached out to Hagrid. I don't know. I just, I want to see what would have happened there because it's so frustrating that they just think they can't tell when it's like you were doing another adult's bidding. So, like, yes, this other adult who has known Hagrid for years and years is going to, she's going to get it and she's going to help solve this situation for you. Yeah, I love this. I think also at the very least they wouldn't then their attention wouldn't then be under Hagrid. Well, yeah, it's always been the weirdest part to me. Yeah, I know. I mean, maybe it will. What? But it's always been strange to me that I'm like Hagrid, but this this detention is because of you. You're just taking <laughs> I, them, into, and you're just like it's cool. I like at one point I entertained a headcanon where like maybe Hagrid found out and he felt guilty and so he volunteered to run the the detention because we never hear mm. about him running detention another time. And, like, maybe right. he just, they establish a conflict of interest and he never does for Harry again. But <laughs> <laughs> but that was one, like, well, yeah, one, th- but, but, but the, um sorry, the detention, no, I think, is at the crux of this. 
So if we change this, yeah. and I think we should talk about the extent to which McGonagall will still punish them, because I think she would. Um, but if they don't give them detention in the Forbidden Forest, that is when Harry sees Voldemort. He sees like Quirrell slash Voldemort drinking mm-hmm. the blood. He hears from the centaurs and he gets more spooked out. Like that's what raises the stakes for him to then go after the Sorcerer's Stone. So like there could be a lot that changes here if they don't get that detention. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Love this. Whether there'll be good changes or bad changes, we will see. I mean, when we change something this early, when a change happens this early in the series, I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know. Uh Everything is up for grabs. I think we've had, like, for Sorcerer's Stone, we've actually been okay so far. Mm -hmm. Chamber of Secrets has decidedly not been. (laughs) 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 But... I feel like Sorcerer's Stone, we can we can do it. I also Maybe. just want to like pause because Jackson said he was nine when Sorcerer's Stone. No, no, no. Pri- Prisoner of Azkaban. Was... Oh, oh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which that's worse. Is worse. Yeah. <laughs> when was when, worse. when did Prisoner of Azkaban come out? Come out. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. I was. Do you want to know how old I was? <laughs> Already know, but. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I was just like yeah. having this moment of like really feeling my mortality. Uh, wait, so wait, <laughs> Bayana, how old were you? I was, I was five. Okay. So I'm only four years older than you. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't start reading the books until the next year. Okay. I was entering so I was, high school. I was 14. <laughs> that's not, wait, so I'm like right in the middle 15. of you two age wise. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. okay. This is cool. I am so used, and now that I'm at home, I'm like, while recording, I'm in San Diego, I'm so used to being the baby, and every mm. single time, it's just like, yeah, I'm old as hell. Cool. <laughs> I, cool, yeah, whatever. I had this thing, because like, when I, so I used to work for the Harry Potter Alliance, and especially when I was working there, most of the other employees were all 10 years older than me, so I was like, super the baby <laughs> all the time, and then I made all these friends in my neighborhood who were like, four years younger than me, and they just treated me as ancient, <laughs> And also, I treated them like babies because, like, I was like, wow, this four years seems like a huge gap. You're on Snapchat. I don't know what's going on. Like, (laughs) don't know what that is. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, for me, I'm just, I'm kind of neutral because I'm the oldest, like, sibling. Mm. But going to school, I was always the youngest because I skipped a grade. So I was always younger than all my friends. So I'm just like, yeah, you kind of just here. Yeah, it balances (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're able to just be like, Okay, cool, whatever. I'm the oldest here, yeah. I'm the youngest there. And I'm just like every and I've lived up there for damn near a decade almost, and I'm yeah. still just like, yo. Okay. <laughs> I was telling Brianna's little sister I when I first moved up there and then we get started, but like um I took her to school one day and she was like, Oh, my mom always stops at Starbucks and so I stopped at Starbucks and she looked oh, at yeah. me and I looked at her and she looked at me and I was like, Oh, I have to pay? Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> Yikes. So you're like, oh, we just get in Starbucks. It's cool. Yeah, I was like, we, just, we go like, together. We go together. We'll like, Meanwhile, she's like 13, like, oh, I don't have money, I don't have a job, I don't have nothing. These two little sisters looking at each other like <laughs> <laughs> Some the money's gotta come from somewhere. Money comes from somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere. <laughs> um, okay. All right. It's cool. I will grapple with my mortality later. But I feel like, wait, I've got a good segue to that of, I (laughs) I think there is so much that Harry and Ron and Hermione, Harry and Hermione especially like take on in these books that is like, 
a child your age should not be taking this responsibility on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah. especially like where we are right now. Like they oh, just, yes. it, some, if you just say something, just be like, Hey, so what I somehow became responsible for this dragon yeah. and I didn't know what to do. So I panicked and this is where we I are. I think it's interesting because like, you can see only child syndrome in Harry and Hermione, even though Harry was not really the only child, but was mm-hmm. like, he didn't have anyone to like lean on or depend on. And then yeah. you can definitely get like younger kid, middle kid syndrome from Ron. Yeah. And where Ron is just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> go with the f- I'll go, I'll do I'll go with the flow and I'll do the reckless stuff, but don't expect me to take any responsibility for it. Which is like <laughs> me. I was gonna say, is that a self drive? How many times I'm like, yeah, I mean. I once, like, got lost in San Francisco because my older cousins were like, we're going here. And I was like, cool, we're not supposed to. And they were like, shut up, we're going. And I was like, okay, so the two rules were stick with your cousins and don't go away. But my cousins are going away. So I went with my cousins and then they got in trouble. And I was like, I don't know, man, I just did what you told me to do. <laughs> followed 50% of the rules. They were mutually I exclusive. The rule. <laughs> I was between a rock and a hard place. I don't know. <laughs> That's what Ron does. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't have anything to add to this, but I'll fa- I'll, I'll come. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're in chapter 15. Um, so McGonagall is, she's disgusted, which I, she just, it's the end of the year. She must be tired. Mm-hmm. She's like, <laughs> four of you, um, four students out of bed in one night. I've never heard of such thing before. You, Miss Granger, I thought you had more sense. As for you, Mr. Potter, I thought Gryffindor meant more to you than this. All three of you will receive detentions. Yes, you too, Mr. Longbottom. Nothing gives you the right to walk around school at night, especially these days. It's very dangerous. And 50 points will be taken from Gryffindor. Um, And so Harry's like, 50? Um, And McGonagall says, 50 points each. And I feel like, because right... After that, they're just like, please, you can't. Like, somebody at that point is like, so, it was Hagrid. Yeah, or even... <laughs> just trying to Oh, I friend. just dropped my book. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was very excited. No, even, even before that, maybe? Like, wait, there was, like, one point... Oh, when she's just like, okay, so here's what I think happened. Um, she, Oh, yeah, I think I've got a good idea what's been going on. It doesn't take a genius to work it out. You fed Draco some cock and bull story about a dragon trying to get him out of bed oh, and in right. trouble. I already caught him. I suppose you think it's funny that Longbottom here heard the story and believed it, too. I feel like even there mm-hmm. is, like, a great chance to speak up because, like, they're looking at Neville and he's believing that and he's hurt and they're feeling bad that he's hurt, like... That's a good chance for one of them to be like, no, that wasn't it at all. Neville, we would never do that. Here's what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like it would have to be Hermione. And I think that that's because uh, Harry growing up with Dudley is used to just like getting shit for things he didn't do and Mm. just taking the blame. And he would just be quiet and take the blame. But I think that Hermione, while struggling against like telling on someone, like when McGonagall assumes like ill intent and assumes that she did something that would like harm Neville then like Hermione's sense of like honor and righteousness would be like no I didn't do we didn't do that we were trying to do the right thing poorly yeah 
I think that's right. that's such a good point about Harry being used to getting in trouble for doing things he didn't do is so on. And yeah, I agree, Hermione. I think I think she would have that that sense of injustice, um, and that she's getting in trouble for something that she didn't do, and just straight up being scared of getting in trouble. And I th- I yeah. think for her that could easily outweigh the fact that she might be getting Hagrid in trouble. And also, she's probably a little bit mature to have kind of that foresight of like. Oh, yeah, this is an adult. Let's get another adult to help with this adult problem. Right. And also, like, Hagrid's in a... Oh. <laughs> oh, Luna. Oh, wow. That. <laughs> it's been so long since we've had a Luna interruption. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, some real nappy dogs on like the ups like our my our house is on a hill so like there's like the top of the hill and then we're on the bottom kind of so our backyard is on that hill and there's some really yappy dogs and then our next door neighbor is like a really big pit and Luna was introduced to the pit because we're like friends with our neighbors oh, like when she was a baby. But that pit is not socialized very well. So mm. Luna terrified that pit. Aww. So when he barks, she shuts up. But when those yappy dogs bark, she's like, I'm a big dog. I'm a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> so she was sleeping, but she could hear them yapping. And now she's just up there. Can you hear her? Is it fine? A little bit. It's it'll be. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I think with us talking, okay. you won't be able to hear it. So, and then I also think, too, that, um, like, maybe in her head, she's also like, well, you know, like, we're talking about, Hag- you know, Hagrid's an adult. So, it's, I think maybe some part of her might think about the fact that it's kind of unfair that they are sort of getting in trouble for, like, trying to help an adult mm-hmm. um, with, like, this issue. And it's not that, like, Hagrid should have done it by on his own or whatever, but it's just, like... They should not be getting not, in trouble for it. They should like, be yeah. getting, yeah. In 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 reality, a faculty member asks them to do something, like nuts and bolts. You know what I mean? Like if, even though it's ridiculous what he asks them to do, like if Dumbledore asks you to do something, you do it. Like in their mind, as first years, they're probably like I mean they know better, but it's still like a b- imbalance of power. So mm-hmm. even if they don't believe it, um. Even if they don't believe that, like, Hagrid was taking advantage of them, and I don't think that they do, and I don't think that Hagrid was trying to, but he was. I think McGonagall would hear Hagrid asked us to do this thing as, like, a faculty member gave us a task, and we did it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a, like, she might still, like you said, like, come down on them for, like, not telling someone or do or going along with it beforehand, um, but she wouldn't, like rate them the same way yeah and i mean i think maybe it's this punishment is still being like out after hours because that's essentially what um neville yeah she's like it doesn't matter you were out you shouldn't have been out anyway exactly yeah um so i think it's probably something on along those lines where she's like okay well i'll talk to hagrid and like y'all shouldn't have been asked to do that but y'all also should have been asleep so <laughs> like yeah. you're not we're, we're not gonna you know for the for that like specific thing you're still gonna get 
I mean, do we think that she still takes 50 points or is she a little bit more lenient just I don't know. I feel like she was she was mad at this point. Right? So like, like yeah, I, I think go. she probably <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Robin. I was going to say I think she probably takes less points, but they're still going to get detention. Yeah. yeah. I I just had like before we like make a decision on on what happens in this timeline, I just have to say that like this is such an outrageous punishment. Like 50 points each. Yeah. Uh, a horrendous detention i kind of feel like um do either of you watch the fast and furious movies no <laughs> i kind of like i i think we, we both appreciate the fandom but we haven't yeah we pay attention when the things drop because it's like crazy mm-hmm. and we're like oh my god did you see this crazy trailer but i don't think any of us is like i do i do have them. to say the first like two yeah oh well okay well so, i mean first just fast and furious side note i finally watched them all because i had like so many people who had like pretty like high bar but also like good my taste kind of taste in things who kept recommending it and it was just Mm -hmm. like surprising people who recommended it to me that was like okay Mm -hmm. i gotta give this a try and they're really good they're just all about family and supporting each other it's wonderful (laughs) but anyways uh in the fast and furious (laughs) franchise in those first couple of movies like the kinds of like injuries that might happen to someone like actually you get in the hospital or you die and like those same injuries mm-hmm. or worse in the later movies like you just walk it off like <laughs> like the rock like <laughs> falls from a building and is fine you know like doesn't he catch a car the last trailer we watched trailer, someone, someone a caught a car with their hand <laughs> i don't I don't even know. <laughs> they did like a, they did like zip lining with their cars too. I was like, this is like, I don't, yeah, they've I don't jumped know. between the buildings. Like we just need to like watch these movies. Physics yeah. does not live in the Fast Wild. and Furious universe. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. I agree though because I think like, what is the detention that Harry gets in um, Chamber of Secrets? Like, he has to go with Lockhart and like sign autographs, sign and they autographs, like, yeah. Uh, Stole a car, was pursued by a bunch of muggles. Crashed into a tree. They had their Fast and Furious moment. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Crashed into this, like, irreplaceable historical whomping willow. Very expensive or whatever they say. And then, Mm -hmm. like, he signs autographs. Meanwhile, he's out of bed after hours. Because she doesn't believe the dragon story, right? Yeah. Like, in her mind, she's just, they're just out of, they're out of bed after hours. And they go into the Forbidden Forest at night. Mm-hmm. to hunt something killing unicorns what yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and they know zero spells like maybe <laughs> maybe she's trying to do the thing where it's like nip it in the bud like if you punish them this hard at the beginning they won't but but she's talking to james True. potter's son yeah. she should know better that right. it's not gonna work yeah like maybe it's like a scared straight situation mm. where you're like yeah i'll show years. you after hours yeah like, <laughs> first you like, get the worst punishments and then like meanwhile like six years they're like oh we just have to write lines yeah. and i stole a thousand galleons from gringotts but whatever <laughs> right. although oh i did so there was one minor thing i like reread this chat the couple of chapters today so i could be like well prepared because i have not read the books in a while um but there is like this one minor thing that happens so whether or not they end up going to the forest but like let's just say that the punishment is lessened um harry like he is scared straight kind of from this punishment at first. Um, and so mm-hmm. he, cause he runs into Quirrell again. He overhears Quirrell like in a classroom talking oh, to someone uh-huh. and he says like, 
he wait. Okay, so Harry hears him in a classroom, and he's like, he waited till Quirrell's footsteps had disappeared, then peered into the classroom. It was empty, but a door stood ajar at the other end. Harry was halfway toward it before he remembered what he'd promised himself about not meddling. So there's kind of a few cases where he decides not to do something because he's like, oh, we just got in such big trouble. Like, I cannot do this anymore. And so it's like, what if he did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, because I feel like if McGonagall, like, she starts up mad and then as they explain, she's kind of like, okay. Or maybe even if she's still mad, like, it's kind of, it's moving away from them. It's not directed towards them. Um, and they get the points. But I feel like if they're getting less points taken away, then, like... Gryffindor isn't as mad at them mm-hmm. for getting those, you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe they're not losing anymore. They're like still, they're lower, but they are, they didn't get all the points taken from Quidditch, I think is where they got them from originally. Yeah. Um, And so like people are kind of like upset, but not, you know. He's not like super shamed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not shunning him. Um, And then he has this attention, but I mean, I assume it would be a little less. Yeah, what do you think the detention looks like? I mean, I don't think that they go with Hagrid. Like, I just don't think that they would. That's a really good, yeah. Knowing that, like. At this point, they've like, they don't, they haven't had flying lessons yet, right? They have. Yeah. They have. In the end, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So I feel like at this, at, at this point, I could see them having to like, go with like, Madam Hooch and like clean quidditch equipment or um clean out the like greenhouses with Professor Sprout or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that's like in line with the classes that they've been taking, but not at night. They have to skip, you know, they they miss like a meal or something. Yeah. But I yeah, I mean I think that's a really good point that they would still get detention but it would not be with Hagrid because they would un- like Professor McGonagall would know that Hagrid was involved and therefore is a absolutely <laughs> irresponsible pick for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> do you he think should be a this is like game, something like... I've been trying to figure out? It's like how do you think that they even like McGonagall even knew what the detention was or is it just like oh you have detention with Hagrid and then Hagrid chooses the detention? And like afterwards, she's like, "You did what?" Yeah, <laughs> I literally. So there's a That's note, possible. like from the last time I read this copy of the book that I have, I wrote a note like, "So Filch is taking Harry, Hermione, Malfoy, and Neville down to the forest to meet Hagrid for their detention." And I just wrote a note like, "Are these two even like trained and qualified to be escorting minors?" Like, <laughs> like neither of them are professors. Right. Like they're right. not qualified. I'm like yeah. like Hogwarts professors go through any of tr- like training of how to you know <laughs> care for children but still i was just like mm-hmm. these are these like two random dudes who dumbledore has been very kind in like giving them employment and a place to live and stuff but like they're not the best caregivers for children and now they're just responsible for these four 11 year olds right besides a very deadly forest and it's just like what is happening yeah it's just it's it's a problem it's it, it really is just willful neglect. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it, just, it does not make any sense. I think you're right, though, Robin. Um, I just imagine, like, I don't know, the staff room or something had has like a cork board with like, "Do you need something done by some unruly students? <laughs> don't you don't need to tell us what it is. Just like check this box on this timesheet." And so Hagrid right. was like, "Oh yeah, yeah I got something." Of, every every like Hogwarts employee has to like 
sign up for X amount of hours yeah. of hosting detention. <laughs> Two Saturdays a semester. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So then they so they so if it's all smaller, I think that yeah, Harry would probably see this. He's like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and see what's going on. Um I wonder if he would um yeah, I wonder if he would find anything just because like Carl is talking to Voldemort yeah. in that moment. So like yeah, I don't. I don't. But oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree. I don't know that if he would find anything if he went into that classroom. There is the weird thing about like a door is ajar, but Coral came out the other way, and so like, wait, what was that supposed mm-hmm. to be? But then, um, like a, a few paragraphs later, um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are like studying, and Harry kind of fills them in on, like, he thinks that Quirrell, what's he say? He thinks he's like snapped or something, um. And Ron says we should do a bit of poking around, and then Harry shuts that down. He's like, no, we've done enough poking around. So maybe there's something in there where, like, Harry and Ron decide to go meddle in some more things, try to find some proof, Mm -hmm. some evidence of what Snape has been up to. Oh, my gosh. Which, honestly, could be what ends up pushing them to going through the trap door like instead of them going mm. and like finding Voldemort and them in the forest they're just like you know at a certain point like okay no we know that they're trying to find um like he's going after the stone we're pretty sure it's under the trap door so we're just gonna have to do it yeah that's a that's a good point like that could be what gets them there because I was also thinking um the way that Harry eventually connects the dots um like, after the exams, he finally realizes, like, oh, wait, Hagrid was tricked by some random dude in a bar, and that's why he got this egg, and, like, mm-hmm. Hagrid told him. Like, when he starts connecting all the dots, he's thinking about it because uh, he's so, like, what he saw in the forest of Voldemort and, like, what he learned from the centaurs is just, like, weighing down on him so much, and his scar is literally hurting from that experience, and because mm-hmm. I assume because Voldemort has more strength or whatever now. And so, like, I don't know that Harry would have, like, had that moment of connecting the dots and realizing without having the forest experience so i like this proposal that you have is that since that doesn't happen the way that they end up getting to the stone is because they go do some more meddling they find some more clues that they might interpret incorrectly but yeah they find some more clues because they're trying to prove that snape was the one that did it and then that's what leads them there i like this Mm -hmm. yes yeah it also like Um, really jives well with me that like Harry's like, oh, no, I'm not going to stick my nose where I belong, and then tumbles into sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. Even <laughs> further, even more. Yeah. yeah. That really is, like, Always. on brand. I mean, that's like, uh, what was that? In Prisoner of Azkaban, where he's like, I don't know, I don't remember if it's just the movie, where he's like, trouble always seems to find me, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> If by find you, you dive your nose into people's memories, then yeah, fine. You know? You just... <laughs> peeking around corners all the time seems like mm-hmm. yeah one day even even in this bit where yeah even in this bit where he's like oh i promise not to go meddling it's like he had already looked in the classroom he was already eavesdropping right. you, you were know? overhearing like, like <laughs> you had already like come on it's too late it's yeah. already it's happened just lean into it because that's this who is you are who you person. are mm-hmm. yeah um okay so i feel like well, okay. <gasps> what if they got detention with Snape? 
Ooh. Oh. I like that. I'm not sure where we go from there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, but I mean, I mean, I could see like they have this attention, and Harry, you know, they all think, or I guess Harry and Hermione think that he's the person trying to go after the stone. So mm-hmm. I could totally see them just like poking around his office or something, mm. and just trying to like find things. Oh yeah, if he's like, you know, you need to clean these three hundred cauldron bottoms. I'm, I'll be in my office, and mm-hmm. so he's he's not there, and then. They right. poke, yeah. Mm. And they're just poking around. But then I wonder like what kind of what they might find cuz I think that um like I think they know that he was trying to get past Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um and like they think that he cursed Terry or whatever. Oh yeah. So I don't know like I could see but I think I think it's really just like would they find anything or would they just mm-hmm. like And if they don't does that make them think that he's not going after or does it just make like you know does harry double down he's like no he's just you know i feel like snape is so creepy that you would just be like oh no he's definitely do you see the way he evaded all those questions yeah (laughs) yeah i don't think that there's something i don't think that there's anything he could say in the way that he could say it that would like convince him otherwise yeah, like, I don't mm-hmm. think they would, like, I think they will look for stuff. I think they would not find anything, but then they will get caught looking for stuff. And he'll, like, right. he'll escalate somehow at that point. Or just, like, kick them out in anger. And then, at, like Robin said, like, they'll interpret what he did there as trying to hide something. Right. And then I wonder if they then, because if they then go to McGonagall. Because they try to go to, to Dumbledore, right? And then they're like, but Dumbledore's gone. So that's how they talk to McGonagall. And they're like, the sorcerer's gone. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, so, like, I could see them going to her, though, just because, like, like instead of, like, yes, going to Dumbledore, but, like, being a little bit more open with her from Jump, just because she did kind of believe them when it came to Hagrid. Um, yeah, and I, but oh, I, keep I going. still don't Sorry. know... Yeah, I mean, I just don't know, like, what, like, how that, if that conversation would be different at that point. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I could also see them doing that because I think whoever, I, I think we decided it would most likely be Hermione. Like, if Hermione did step up, like, back with the dragon thing and tell McGonagall, like, I think that she has now gotten positive reinforcement of, like, oh, yes, talking to adults is, is a good thing to do. So, yeah, I think it is mm-hmm. more likely that they would do that. How does it, because I'm getting the movie confused in my head now, because in the movie it's, like, Snape, and he's, like, he's he shuts them down. But they, they tell McGonagall, and she's, like, you shouldn't know about the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Um Oh, she oh, she does she's just like, I don't know how you found out about it, but like it's fine. No one can possibly steal it. Dumbledore will be back tomorrow. Like don't worry about it. Go enjoy the sunshine. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but maybe because they've been honest with her at one point already, maybe she would have a little bit more like she would believe them a little bit more at this point because they were honest it before uh, when like because in the the actual book currently right like yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They're just a bunch of mischief makers. They had this nonsense being out after hours. She doesn't really know what that's about. And so now they're trying to come to her and they know this thing that they shouldn't know. And she's just like done. Like she's like fed up with them. Right. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Do, um, hold up. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So they don't, because I was going to ask if they say we think Snape is trying to steal it. And they don't. Like he starts to and then just says someone Mm. i wonder i wonder if he says we think snape is trying to steal it but like i don't know that that would help his case at all yeah like and he doesn't say it because he he has established that like everyone knows they hate him and so it makes them more unreliable if they pin it on him like people won't take him seriously which is smart that's yeah that's actually like good thinking on his part there you can't say that Mm -hmm. too often <laughs> um I, I so I wonder we're saying McGonagall is gonna be more likely to um believe them or at least give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe not believe them, but not believe that they're making trouble. Like they mm-hmm. might just Yeah, you know. Like maybe listen to them for a well, couple like listen- thirty seconds longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe she's like, Okay, I'll I'll like get in contact with Dumbledore, but you shouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe instead of yeah, just being so, like, no, we got it. Instead, just being like, I don't know how you learned about that, but I'll just, you know, if yeah. it makes you feel any better, I'll <laughs> I'll send him an owl or something. Yeah. So I'm what I'm wondering is, is that she's going to be nicer about it. Maybe she does send Dumbledore an owl or something. But do you think that she actually takes any other precautions? Like she goes and is like, someone go check on it or mm-hmm. state, put some put a professor outside of the the hall or the corridor um or do we think which she's just like i'll send an i'll send dumbledore an owl um and then that's at then that's that and like chuckles and continues to go about her business yeah because i mean i i i can see it both ways right so like their first years they have you know already proven that they have like these you know penchant of getting into trouble and stuff and like these you know wild wanting to go on adventures type of thing um whether or not they're doing it kind of in the marauders like just to do it because i'm sorry like helping to transport a dragon like even if you're doing it because someone like hagrid could be my best friend in the whole wide world he asked me to transport a dragon and i'm like nah son no (laughs) let's call someone let's figure it out but like they still said yes and then then tried to do it right so they have this like sense of adventure or like whatever um so it's like yeah things trouble keeps finding you but you keep stepping up to the plate right um so i'm just wondering like how does mcgonagall see that view that like oh they're they might mean well and there might be something to this so i'll reach out to dumbledore or they mean well and there might be something to this so i'll reach out to dumbledore and i'll like beef up security tonight or something like that i mean maybe she put somebody out there just because like at this point she can tell especially because she knows why they were out after hours mm-hmm. the first time like before like you're saying like before i think she just kind of thought oh y'all she's having james and serious <laughs> flashbacks and she's just like <laughs> 
y'all out here trying to prank people. But in this case, he's like, okay, they really have like their hearts in the right place. They're trying to help. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're deaf. And like, I could just see her being like, they're going to try to sneak out and, and, and oh, try to like, yeah, where she'll down. be like, you know what oh, I mean? They, like in they, her head being like, they're going to try to like go themselves. Yeah. And, and so maybe, so maybe that's why she put somebody that she's like, okay, maybe I should just either she goes or she's like, I'm going to send somebody to wait out the, um, right. Out, like wait outside of, um, the door and just be like, go home, like, or go back to the dorms when they get there. Um, so maybe, and maybe that's just like an extra, it, it becomes like a hindrance or like an extra kind of like annoying thing for Quirrell when he is trying to get through, but just, yeah, I don't know. Oh gosh. I just had a thought of, um, cause I, I love this. I, I think that is like so on that she might not believe that anything is actually wrong with the stone, but having seen what they will do out of the goodness of their hearts, like transport a mm-hmm. dragon, like come on, um, that she would then be like, oh gosh, I don't think anything's wrong, but they think something's wrong, and so they're gonna go after the stone. Yeah, I love that. And so if she puts someone at the stone, Quirrell goes first. So do you think Quirrell, like, I mean, hopefully doesn't kill whoever's watching, but probably incapacitates them somehow? So then when Harry, yeah. Ron, and Hermione show up, there's like a passed down or petrified like professor like i don't know what flitwick is just like petrified outside the door or something yeah oh man yeah and i could totally see like if that's the case if that's like what they are running up on is like a professor who's like been knocked out and the door you know the door is ajar the music's playing then i think that they would go straight to mcgonagall then at that point like i don't think that they would be like oh we got to keep going like clearly a teacher who knows more than just two spells is like has been knocked out and so i could see them being like okay maybe like hermione will wait with flitwick or whatever and then like harry and ron go and get mcgonagall and are like look we told you <laughs> uh, i don't know yeah guys. i can know i can see i mean it's a back it's like hermione running to go get a professor and Harry and Ron being like, we should fa- follow after. Yeah, Nate that's that's mm-hmm. more to make sure mm-hmm. he doesn't get. I, it. I think it would be a. Okay. I think it would be a fight. Like I think there is no way Harry is leaving that scene. He's like, this is evidence that everything I said is happening, and no one else is here, and I have to save the day. Meanwhile, Hermione's like, uh, no, we need to tell McGonagall. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah may- get, maybe it um, does become a split up situation of like Harry goes forward, but then yeah, if he goes forward without Hermione. Um, like he's gonna get stuck in the devil's snare and not get past there. Like, <laughs> yeah, hate that for him. Um, who do you think? I I feel like there would be a discussion, right? Yeah. Like, or, yeah. Like, so it's either they discuss who goes to the teacher and who follows. That's one thing. Or Ron and her Ron and Harry say, um, Hermione, go run and find a teacher, and we'll try to like resuscitate this teacher or something or we'll, we'll keep an eye out but they're lying and then as soon as she's out of the site they're lying right because like i feel like i don't know either way i feel like hermione would go but it's still early enough in their friendship that hermione's not like if if you dummies go without me you're gonna die right right that hasn't yet been that hasn't like proven by like you're three she's like you dummies can't do anything without me yeah like we we know that'll happen but but i think you're right she's not aware of that enough yet to fight it yeah Mm -hmm. so hermione comes back with the teacher 
and find Harry and Ron in the devil snare. Hopefully not dead yet. Yeah, like suffocating. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can save them. And so th- um, then, so we think it's McGonagall. So, so in we- this situation, is Dumbledore still off campus? We're saying like this yes. all ended up the same night? I think so, because Dumbledore knew what was going on the whole time. And he was, he wanted Harry to go after. Like he gave him the the cloak back after Harry left it on the top of the astronomy mm-hmm. tower. Like that's why they got caught. And he was just like, here. Yeah, have Just in case. <laughs> and it's like, in case of what? Like, <laughs> what she need this for? So I feel like Dumbledore was kind of just like, you know, I'll keep an eye out, but let him... Let him do what he does. Yeah. Okay, so um, it would be McGonagall that they would probably go for because Dumbledore is yeah. MIA. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. So if so then McGonagall and Hermione come back Ooh. and like they're just stuck in the devil snare and have been this <laughs> the whole time. time. So They've been on like the trick stairs. It's taken like a half hour to get there and back. (laughs) Exactly. Like they're still, they are like about to, Harry's like, I see the light coming. And then all of a sudden the, you know. The light is the trap door opening as McGonagall descends from above. Right, comes in and is like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, why are y'all even here? You didn't pay attention in herbology. Like, this is a problem. Um. And then, like, I mean, I guess the question then is, like, if McGonagall's there, does she make them go back? Or is she, like, I guess since y'all are here, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like will, would Harry, like, would they go on with her or would she just go and handle it? I don't see McGonagall, like, allowing them to, but it might be that it's harder to get back through the devil's snare without a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she wouldn't want them to, but it might just be, like... Like a stay close to be yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously some something's going down, people are getting hurt, so it's more important or it's more urgent for me to like go after the person who's going after the stone. Mm-hmm. Stick close as opposed to like now I have to walk you back there, then come back down and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure she's like really annoyed at this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's, I th- <laughs> so mad. I my my one thing there it would be like how incapacitated they might be from the devil snare. Like like maybe we have a situation as as happened a few times in the books where like Ron is just passed out and so like you've mm-hmm. Oh my god, so what if it's then um she's like Hermione go take Ron to the hospital wing and like Harry and I are gonna go forward or something? Mm. Although I don't know why she would take Harry if she's already able to get two of them back up. Them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless she just has Hermione stay with Ron. Because I think that that's essentially like mm. Hermione goes with Harry through the um, fire and then goes back. Right. For Ron after he's like, um, after he's knocked out by the chessboard. So like, maybe it is one of those situations where he's like, okay, Hermione, you stay back, make sure Ron's okay. And then or what? Harry's like, but I want to fight. Yeah, <laughs> McGonagall might try to t- get all of them to stay back, to stay at the devil's stay, stare. Yeah. And, then, and Harry is just not having it, and he insists on yeah. going with McGonagall. And maybe she knows just enough from Dumbledore. Well, probably she doesn't know. I was going to say, maybe she knows just enough from Dumbledore to be like, maybe he is supposed to do this, but I guess he, she probably wouldn't at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might just be that she's like, fine, you can come with me, but you have to do what I say. And like, if I, t- like, oh, wow. But full circle to like 
the astronomy tower. If I tell you to hide, you hide. Mm. Um, type of situation because she, I don't. I think it's mostly like urgency. She doesn't want to like argue him down. Yeah. And um, in some ways, it could be useful because she doesn't know what she's getting into. So like, yeah. she could like you know watch out or your back or yeah whatever, that's that's know. what i was yeah. thinking well like because she doesn't know what she's getting into but she knows enough to know that she could use another pair of hands or yeah to have someone to have her back mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so then i think they go through but this is i kind of like this because it just means like it's McGonagall yeah and like <laughs> just hanging out and now they're like i feel like way closer i feel like mcgonagall is like the now I'm thinking of like you know the the surly mentor who's just like how did I get stuck with this kid <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah and Harry's just like this is great um but yeah so then I think like they get through everything pretty easily because like McGonagall can fly she was a Quidditch star mm-hmm. it's her chessboard like oh right you know she could she's I think pretty sure she was a hat stall with Ravenclaw so yeah little, yeah uh, the riddle is like nothing yeah. Um, so I think they get through really quick. Um, and then there's Quirrell. And, and McGonagall doesn't know at first what what's right. up with Quirrell. Right. And they and they don't know that it's Voldemort. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. Harry never went into the um forest. So like they're still just like, oh, it's just a person. Um and then it turns out to also be Voldemort. And so I feel like I hope Quirrell doesn't have a, like, kill the Does... spare situation. Yeah. Oh, right. I, feel like... I also don't know that, like, I think he might, but I don't think that he could take McGonagall. Yeah, yeah. I feel like McGonagall's quicker on the draw, but I also wonder, like, does Harry still have the time to think about, to get the Sorcerer's Stone in his pocket? Mm. Because Quirrell does all of that villain splaining. Mm. And he's thinking about that, as opposed to if McGonagall's there, do they just immediately, like, start to duel? Mm. Yeah. Well, if they're a million, if, if they're starting to duel, like I could still see Harry in the middle. Like Harry loves to just do things that have nothing to do with what's going on. <laughs> like, he, so, so he's always well sneaking summarized. through some kind of. <laughs> he's just sneaking through battles, doing other things. So I could see like McGonagall and Quirrell dueling, and Harry like creeping over to the mirror. Yeah. You know what I mean, and just like well, you, somehow, even kind of like crouching, own, hide, like, yeah, hiding behind it, and like formulating yeah. the plan as he's watching. Yeah. Right. And being like, dang, I wish I knew where the stone was. Oops, it's here it is. <laughs> um So that could be interesting. And then especially I think because uh like Voldemort kind of realizes that Harry has it at some point. So it could be one of those things where like Quirrell and Gonagall are dueling and then Quirrell kind of changes his focus mm. to to like trying to actively come for Harry yeah. as opposed to like um as opposed to like only trying to take down McGonagall. Um but I think at the end of the day, like Quirrell loses. Yeah. So like he was never really like a heavy hitter anyway. I can never remember if this is a book thing or a movie thing. But does Harry murk him in the book? No. Like he, does in the movie? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he just passes out, right? I think he like he might be a little blistered, but he doesn't like disintegrate the man. Like it's okay. it, Quirrell dies because Voldemort leaves, leaves him. him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was always like he doesn't turn very to shocking to me that like Harry didn't have to go through yeah. any inquiries or anything when he just that was it was the it was the original Thanos snap. Yeah. He just... <laughs> <laughs> 
ducked at this dude at he 11. <laughs> and they and kept never it pushing. talked about it again. He was never like, talked cool. about it again. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I was thinking, McGonagall would definitely want to talk about the fact that Harry, Harry killed him. You okay? Which is good. Um, God, okay, we need cool. someone asking so, Harry about his feelings on his trauma. Literally. Right. Yeah. So they get through this, we're saying. Um, Harry and McGonagall's relationship is then... I don't actually know, like, how much... I think it's stronger, but I don't think it actually changes that much. Like, he still, like, knows that she's no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that she might even become a little bit more overprotective of him. Like, yeah. he's not to self-preservation. Like... Yeah. I mean, speaking of my dog Luna, when, she, when Luna was a puppy, I think I've told the story before, we were at a bear garden, and she started chewing on glass, and oh. I was like, oh, no, that has to be ice. There's no way that she's chewing on glass like you take one chomp of it and be like oh no yikes abort and she was chewing on glass and so i've ever since then i have to be like i've been like a helicopter mom because i'm like she has zero sense of (laughs) self-preservation to the point where like i have to fight her to not eat glass so i'm sorry and i'm I'm laughing at just the connection that you're drawing not at your puppy eating glass that's horrible (laughs) (laughs) you should have you should have because like me and my friend were both like what you know it was one of those things where she's like i think that's glass and i got up to look and i was like no way and it was but so i kind of feel like mcgonagall might have that now like Mm. oh my god if left to his own devices harry potter will just chomp on glass and so Mm -hmm. i have to make sure even more right that he's not allowed to like gallivant because yeah I think, like, yeah, she went through it with the Marauders, but, like, the stakes for the Marauders were still pretty low. Yeah. It was childhood pl- pranks and stuff like that, and, like, there was a war, like, bubbling up, but, like, none of them were, like, at the center of it. Yeah, I also just had the thought of she probably really pushes Dumbledore to tell her more after after going through this and like and i think mm-hmm. she has a leg to stand on to be like i literally fought voldemort now so you can freaking tell me what is going on with him and what's going on with him and harry and so she might know more because because what i was thinking as you were saying all that with robin is like she's going to be more overprotective but she also like not that she didn't trust harry before but i think she will have learned so much earlier on that like his meddling actually tends to be right and like he's yeah he's the stuff that he's getting involved in is not him just like making it up or you know overreacting or anything and he does need that protecting he needs to be believed and he needs to be protected and so i think she will get that sense and as part of that will make sure that she has the full information she needs to protect him Mm -hmm. and i wonder too like moving on to chamber of secrets like when harry starts to hear um the basilisk like i wonder if he goes to talk to her because at this point like the other times that he's talked to her you know she's tried to keep him out of trouble but she hasn't disregarded him yeah um and has actually like done something you know what i mean like has actually like he's seen her fight now which i think is also another thing like Mm. you you can have a teacher and you're like they're cool whatever but when you actually see them like in their whatever you know what i mean like in the zone like in their bag like, it's a different for the thing. Chest, yeah you're just like okay no like this this is really like 
<laughs> like we're not about to we can't play games you know what yeah. I mean? like I, I like I know that if I go to her like something's going to get done um so and he also has that things. like previous I went to an adult and it turned out correct yeah so right I think that's and I went like, to the specific first, adult right it right. becomes it becomes his first step mm-hmm. not his last right. step mm-hmm. or option first option and I think a lot of times it is her and she's always around too like it's not you know Dumbledore can he comes and goes um where it's like okay it's like Dumbledore's not here that's fine like I'll just go straight to McGonagall and if she'll escalate it if she need if she feels like she needs to um and if or she'll just come help me out like yeah. I think that that and, or it might even be like no Harry go home go to your dorm get stay in your room I'll handle it but you need to leave and that can be like I think that there would definitely still be like some kind of tension there mm-hmm. um but I think that he would just sort of like implicitly trust her yeah he would trust that, that she point. is actually gonna do something i i think yeah. there would still be like an element of it would take him a while to get to that point each time not like right because like not right yeah, away. yeah yeah like i feel like every time he will have thought of five other things and then he's like oh right mcgonagall yeah i should or hermione might even be like why don't you go to mcgonagall yeah i also right. think he like, probably wants to make sure that he's right too he's not gonna go mm. when he's so okay not sure um, but when he, yeah. when he feels very convict like I'm correct in this. That's when he'll. So like, I don't think that he would tell McGonagall when he thinks that Draco is the um, heir of Slytherin. Heir of Slytherin, and like they would do the polyjuice potion. But there's that point when uh, Justin gets uh, petrified. Justin and nearly headless Nick. And I feel like at that point, because isn't it McGonagall who who like comes first? Is the, she's um, the first on the scene, I think, yeah. Because it's, like, in the middle of yeah, class like and everyone, like, kind of comes out of the... Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Um. Let me see. What chapter is it? Because... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because Peeves... So Peeves comes and he's like, it's another attack and, like, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, McGonagall is the first one to come and she's the one who takes Harry to... Uh, Dumbledore? Mm-hmm. But I could see her like taking him aside like before yeah. that and being like, "What's going on? Are you good?" And I could, and like she's probably heard the rumors about him mm-hmm. being a parcel tongue or whatever, a parcel mouth. Um, and so I could see her because there's like at a point like after that when Dumbledore asks like, "Oh, is there anything you would like to tell me?" Um, and Harry's like, "Nah, I'm good." But I could see him telling McGonagall like, "I'm hearing this voice." Yeah. And then people are being petrified, like, nearby. Um, I also feel like he would probably go to her, too, in a, like, moment of vulnerability. Like, he's scared as well, because he's hearing this voice that no one else can hear. Mm -hmm. And I think around the time of Justin getting petrified, he starts to wonder if he is the heir Slytherin. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't believe it, but he starts to be like, I don't know anything. Who am I, Hedwig? What am I? You know, so... (laughs) That could be also be like this moment of like vulnerability because he also knows that like I think at this point she's talked about that she knew his parents. Um, yeah, possibly. But everyone. Knew, I don't. Knew I mean, yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. Famous witch and wizard of your so. age or whatever. Um, yeah. I yeah, and this gets me. This is like slightly tangential, but it gets me wondering like what Dumbledore was actually thinking in the Chamber of Secrets when he's asking like, "Do you have anything mm-hmm. to tell me?" Like. Because Dumbledore, I'm sure, 
would have heard the rumors as well. Um, and so, like, right. does Dumbledore have any, like, does he have a hypothesis that maybe Harry got the parcel tongue thing from Voldemort, but he's not sure, and so he's hoping that Harry would, like, tell him or give him a hint? I don't know. And 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 my thinking there, too, is, like, okay, if Dumbledore is thinking that, and then we're saying McGonagall maybe has a little bit more information about, like, what's up between Harry and Voldemort, then maybe she also kind of had that inkling when she started hearing the rumors was like ooh, this might actually be true and so then if harry goes to her yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god this means that um horcruxes is confirmed like way earlier because i mean i don't know if it's confirmed but i think it's like i mean i don't know i've kind of still think that the hint or like when Dumbledore starts to kind of think about it is still around the same time because of the diary yeah Right, it's but I think that they're just a gets... little bit more suspicious about Harry, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess he could still believe that, like, maybe. No, because how would the diary then get? Well, maybe like Harry became an accidental Horcrux when he was making the Horcrux of the diary. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's still. Oh, I see. Me, yeah. yeah. That's a th- yeah. that. But I just. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you can go. Well, I'm slightly changing what I was <laughs> of. Okay, no, you're good. Well, I was going to move okay, on. Okay, so same ish. Um, just the um, speaking of the diary, like when I was saying that I think it would still take, like, I do think that Harry will be able to confide in McGonagall a little bit more, but one of the reasons I think it'll take him a while each time is because how many years does he go thinking that he is the only person who's ever been possessed by Voldemort? And Ginny's like, um, hi. Right. Like, like he knew that. And he, and I'm just, right. come on. Just completely. I mean, it happens. Yeah. It's like you go through a thing and then you forget that, you know, it helped before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until you do it again. And you're like, why didn't I just do this from jump? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that definitely tracks. Um, so, yeah, I could just I think that maybe Chamber of Secrets doesn't change as much, but I could just see him kind of like maybe instead of going to Lockhart <laughs> at the ending, they go to McGonagall. Mm. Why did they go to Lockhart? Uh, I, mean, I don't know because Lo- McGonagall's still gonna be petty and be like, "Oh, Lockhart, you're definitely gonna do this." Oh, yeah. Right, right. I mean, but they're going, but the, but they have this. They went to Lockhart because they knew about the pipe. Like the re- they were like the reason they were even they even overheard that conversation about um, Jenny being taken was because they were going to be like, we found out about the pipes and there's a basilisk and there's like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like they had yeah. just put all that stuff together. Um, so I could still see them like going to McGonagall with that information and being like, you're not just going to let Lockhart go by. Yeah. Cause like, and this is another where like the 12 year olds didn't get what was going on. Cause McGonagall, none of them thought he was actually going to go down there or that he even knew how to do it. They were just like, Oh good. This is what's going to finally make him leave or just hide in his office all night. And now we can get down to business. Whereas the 12 year olds were like, Oh, so he's going to go. We'll help him. (laughs) We know how. Mm hmm. Right. right. So, like, maybe they go to her. Yeah. Hmm. But then what does she do with that information? Like, I think, does that mean that Harry and Ron don't go down to the Chamber of Secrets? Mm. Well, I think that, she, <laughs> it's a repeat, she needs Harry to help get her into the um, pipes through the bathroom. She needs him to use parcel time to get in there. Hmm. So she takes him with him to open it so she can get in there. And then she's like, you stay here with Moaning Myrtle. And he's like, "Uh uh-uh. 
No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I know she's tired of him. These books are now becoming Harry Potter like... and Minerva McGonagall in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> like... <laughs> yes. And I'm here for it. Literally. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> McGonagall's like, just again, I'm just, it's... you know, I got this kid. Yeah. You won't just stay put. So I guess we just, we were this, going like, together. This like buddy cop, this yeah. buddy cop dynamic. <laughs> that is but... that Turning is, this mission know, into a dang field trip. Is... 12 year old who wants to take no for an answer <laughs> and doesn't know any spells <laughs> and doesn't know any spells he'd barely mastered expelliarmus by this by point now, right? yeah he had like just started learning yeah. it he he's just learned it yeah because i think snape uses it on lockhart yeah um this does mean that lockhart is still just like frauding up the place oh, so that's a thing too yeah he doesn't get his memory taken away um so he's just he probably leaves yeah I'm, he probably just like flees yeah. hogwarts and then um, oh, can you imagine the like? Well, the, no, I think that this means that he gets um, exposed because it's like there's a actual monster here, and you like dipped, dipped, and Nerva Mag- well, McGonagall. I don't know do if it. he. I don't know if he gets exposed so much as like people are a little suspicious because like yeah, he maybe. can make up a thing like That's oh I, I had say. a you know he's he's gonna I go had, it was an emergency all you know like the way that the political right has been playing the media stories that like that is exactly what would happen he'd be like oh Hogwarts yeah I think if anything Hogwarts maybe isn't he as goes redeemed. full QAnon <laughs> <laughs> yeah he 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 founds oh QAnon G Anon. <laughs> <laughs> Starts having these anonymous yeah. missives from Hogwarts about oh man, and then right. he radicalizes. Well, doesn't need radicalizing, but like Umbridge becomes the uh, the funder of G Anon. Oh no! Oh no! But yes, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, man. Okay, wow, so, so he's he's still out. We here. we started with a question about like. Harry and Hermione telling McGonagall what happened with the dragon, and now suddenly Umbridge and Gilderoy Lockhart founded QAnon. How did we get? <laughs> I mean, it. I don't know, but welcome to the time room. I love it. Like, <laughs> time is a fragile, fragile creature. It's true. It's very true. Um. Okay, so Harry and McGonagall go down to the chamber secrets honestly I, I feel like they you know they do what has to be done because there's two of them and Voldemort's still you know not super like he's still growing like his power is still kind of like growing um I'm sure Dumbledore still sends Fox like yeah that. I think that he would still do that and Fox I mean honestly when we talk about what really happened in the books it was fox who did everything harry just fox did all the work and like swung us he, he swung the sword like that one time he finished it <laughs> but he didn't really finish it. <laughs> um so yeah i feel like they saved jenny they get out um dumbledore's like great have some points and then I, but I also feel like at this point, Dumbledore's like, all right, McGonagall and Harry go together. Like anytime Harry has an issue, like I'm going to, like in the, in the way that like, for some reason he just has Snape doing things. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I think that it it will like default to McGonagall. Like, okay, he trusts you. He'll, you know, listen, he'll, you know, whatever. So that like, you know, like I think Harry will like default to going to her, but I also think that 
Dumbledore will kind of actually like officially make that her job. Mm. I guess. Yeah, he'll he'll trust her in that that deep default way he does Snape. Yeah. Right. Does this mean that Harry learns occlumency? I was thinking in the Bionis same direction like, too. Never, but I don't ever believe that Harry is going to be good at Occlumency. <laughs> yeah, Not did he? Ever? Age, but I don't. I think I think that like yeah, the, the lessons passing? the lessons would be more. They would be less toxic. I think that he wouldn't be sticking his face into McGonagall's thoughts because he would, you know. Well, does does she know more? it? Like my my understand. Like I thought it was just Snape that was the only one who could teach that him. Yeah. Well, I thought that it was, I assumed he's that it was because he's, yeah, I assumed that it was because he was good at it because he has to use it against Voldemort, like, himself. Yeah. Um, I, my thinking is that Dumbledore would, it's like, two things could happen. Either Dumbledore is really pushing Snape to be the one to teach, and McGonagall is like, no, you have seen their relationship for the past six years. That's not going to happen to my boy, my Harry Potter. Right. And so I will teach yeah, him. Child. Or or the other one is she's like, yeah, unfortunately, you're right. Snape would be the best. And so she talks to Harry and like gets him in a better place of accepting it. Right. And I think, ooh, backtracking just a tiny bit, still in Order of the Phoenix, like Dumbledore is... is avoiding harry like the plague in this book and so i think that and that's like a big reason why harry is so i mean it's not the only reason obviously he's dealing with a lot of trauma but like part of part of it's not helping that like dumbledore is not talking to him Mm -hmm. um so that part also is kind of perfect having her there because this whole time she's like checking in with him he feels like he can talk to her and she's not avoiding him whereas dumbledore is just you know in the wind Mm -hmm. but i also think that harry would rely on dumbledore less at this point um and so i could see if instead of like sending snape to talk to harry and sirius about (laughs) occlumency they send mcgonagall and she's like all right so i know that you don't like snape but this is kind of what needs to happen um and i think that that would I don't think it would make it better. I, I again, like one, I just don't think that Harry is gonna be good at Occlumency, but I also don't think that he's gonna be good at Occlumency when Snape is teaching him. Mm-hmm. Like that, like back and forth is not, it's just not gonna happen. But I think that he will at least give like the first lesson a try. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but I know? also think that like we've just totally skipped over Goblet of Fire, so we have to go back. But or, and Prison of Resurrection. Oh. I mean, honestly, I think we probably need to. We can like sort of. I think we might need to, yeah, a little bit. But yeah, um, but I think that if we if we take it in terms of like in Prisoner of Azkaban, I don't think much changes um, because Remus is there too, um, and Just... the things that he's learning about Remus. But I think that like. McGonagall is just like by the time we get to that point of teaching occlumency. Dumbledore ghosting him is upsetting, but like McGonagall's there to like ex- kind of explain what's going on, but also he doesn't, he's not emotionally reliant on Dumbledore the way he is on McGonagall. McGonagall's still there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know? Now that you. So. I was going to say, now that you bring up Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire, I'm starting to think through it. And I, I think I agree that not much would change in Prisoner of Azkaban because. What we've sort of established here, I was even thinking about it earlier, like the dynamic of McGonagall being extra 
overprotective of Harry is basically the McGonagall that we do see in Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, she is very mm-hmm. overprotective mm-hmm. to the point that, like, her communication is not doing as well. And so, like, maybe we would see that improve a little bit, but I could even see, like, you know, some of her faults coming out in Prisoner of Azkaban because she yeah. is, like, being extra, extra protective of him. And so it just kind of, like, evens out to be about the same situation. Yeah. yeah, and I think for sure, like, there's no way she's letting him go to Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm. And also, Harry's not even going to attempt to, like, change her mind. Because he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know I know this set in stone yeah. voice. So, like, he would be even a little bit more sneaky. And, I, like, that's the downfall, kind of, of Harry Potter as a person. But, like, because um, you see it with, like, Remus and Sirius, too, is, like, when someone does really care about him and even Mrs. Weasley, like he's still going to try to do what he wants to do. He's just going to like pull back and not tell you immediately. Like he said, his immediate thing is like, I'm just not going to mention it or I'm going to play it, play it down. So no one is worried about me or no one can like, tell me not to do it. Tell me not to do it. Yeah. Um, but I will say for Goblet of Fire, um, It, I, I guess I feel like McGonagall's like when her, when his name is in there, she's she does have that like this is terrible and this can't happen, and they have that weird magic where it's like I guess Dumbledore's like there's we don't have a choice. <laughs> um, so Dumbledore is like we don't have a choice because his name is in there and the magic is binding or whatever. But I feel like she would be much more involved in getting him ready for the task Mm. like okay yeah i don't think that she like i think i feel like all of the teachers kind of knew that like they're i mean like the cheating was kind of like out in the open Mm -hmm. like i i i always felt like you know hagrid was gonna show harry the dragons anyway and um i forget the like what Cedric did to like help Harry. Like, I feel like all the teachers kind of like were in on that, mm-hmm. like not blatantly cheating, but like, let me push you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. I just, but I, oh, sorry. Keep going. I just had a revelation oh, about, I was going to say that I feel like with, at least with the dragons, McGonagall is like, what is your plan? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I feel like yeah. Harry would go and be like, I have to face a dragon. And McGonagall is like, we are figuring out, how you're gonna do this yeah 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 no i oh i completely agree on all that i had a a, a off-topic revelation that i'm sure you've both thought about before i've just like of how the goblet of fire and harry not realizing that like everyone gets help from the adults and stuff like that is just such the perfect example of like a kid like so many examples but like i don't know a kid going to college who never had parents went to college and doesn't realize that like oh everyone's getting help and like everyone's getting like sat prep and like everyone's getting all these things Mm -hmm. because you just think that like you have to do it all on your own and it's only you and you're like oh why do i like suck at this why is it so hard and it's like oh it's easier for other people not because they're smarter they're getting all this help that you're not yeah yeah sorry just like mad about that (laughs) no No, but for real though and i think that like at this point in this case or in this timeline like he i think understands it a little bit more and Mm -hmm. i think that like i think that like he doesn't wait until the last minute to go talk to like to get you know uh pulled to the side by mad eye he's just like 
McGonagall, I have this thing I have to do. I don't know. I'm a little like freaked out. And I think that, I think that it creates a little bit of a snag for Barty um, mm. Crouch Jr. because he doesn't, he doesn't have as much of an in with Harry. Like I think he can still figure it out and like find his way yeah. um, into kind of like manipulating things a little bit, but it's a little bit like Harry doesn't feel as, um, as like as much as like like he's on an island by himself and just have to figure it out. Yeah. Um. Like he knows like okay I can go to talk to McGonagall and like she might you know be like I can't tell you to maybe use your broom. Like she might have to like <laughs> talk around it a little bit. But like he'll she'll still help him especially because she's like nah this is like at this point like this is her her son and so she's like we're I'm not gonna let you just like die in the try yeah. the Triwizard tournament like that's not how you're gonna go so. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that also will like he'll get a little bit more sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he won't be up in the he library. Won't be, like, he won't for be ages in the last second. Yeah, like just like not like I think that his transfiguration might get a little bit. Yeah, better. he's so, he's not yeah, using no gillyweed like, in the second task. He's absolutely no, doing transfiguration. He's he's learning some things and like he's yeah. I think that that and I think that that's interesting too for like when we get to um Order of the Phoenix and they're like talking about like for the DA when they're talking about um, like all the things that Harry knows and like he can do a Patronus and all that kind of stuff. Like at this point, it's like Transfiguration is probably up there too mm-hmm. because he had to do the Triwizard Tournament. And if McGonagall is in his corner, like she's not just going to let him not know how to do yeah. these things. And, and also, so- I kind of love the fact that like beyond, besides fifth year at this point, like Harry now is just like always getting extra lessons third year he has like patronus lessons with remus Mm -hmm. fourth year he's having transfiguration and and flying lessons with mcgonagall extra lessons so like he's also like jack like you said like he's now becoming one of those kids in college who's like oh i already know like i have this thing coming here are all of my resources i had my transfiguration Mm -hmm. prep classes Right. Yeah, I also had my mentoring in the fifth year. I started a student club and like I, I mentored other students. Right, exactly. <laughs> His resume is on is impeccable. impeccable. Oh my god! Uh, no wonder this trust yeah. fund kid became an horror. Yeah. No, I was just well, I was just gonna say what I love is sort of what you were saying a minute ago, Bayana. Like I love that in this timeline we've basically just established or I guess this is what we were literally just saying, but I love that we've established that Harry has this support system now, that like he has someone to help him like process his emotions that he knows he can go to. Like we we've just created a healthier Harry Potter thanks to Professor yeah. McGonagall, and I'm very happy about it. Yes. I love it. And she's his head of house too, so like there are a lot of ways in which because we can now, I think, skip back to, like, sixth year, in which going to her, or even in fifth year, really, like, with mm-hmm. Umbridge, like, breathing down his neck and stuff like that, in which going to mm. McGonagall is also not causing alarm because she's yeah. his head of house, because she's his teacher. That's like, a great point. Mago- like, Umbridge is probably, is going to be a little bit more, like, skeptical and more, um, especially once she starts to think about, like, oh, or once she, like, knows that the DA exists but can't prove it, she might, like, kind of lean on McGonagall more and, like, target her more. But if any professor can handle it, I feel like it's McGonagall. I just had the thought about career advice, which is, like, still, it's always been my still favorite a banger. chapter of the series. Yeah. But, like, the way that her, McGonagall goes in for Harry in that situation and, like, imagine how she would in this timeline. <laughs> like, yeah, because that, now that's my son. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just... <laughs> I don't know if you're in um, 
I know Bayana doesn't do TikTok, but there's like this TikTok sound where it's like, bitch, I'm a mother. No drama. <laughs> <laughs> and that is McGonagall. Literally, like she's she's really not taking any type of mess from Umbridge, especially yeah. when it comes to Harry. Like that's mm-mm. Yeah. So oh, I, I landlines, who still has it? I've been thinking um, about getting one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I also was considering a fax machine. That was more as a joke. I mean, like, I would get it to be a joke, but a landline I genuinely want. I have a landline number. The cable company made us get it with the internet. It was cheaper. Mm. It's always cheaper. They're like giving them away. Anyways, muggle technology. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I feel like the, especially in Order of the Phoenix, there are going to be a lot of ways in which, like, McGonagall was already on his side, but, and was trying to get him to, like, you know, keep his head down and stuff like that. Um, I think, I feel like it, her, her word goes a little bit further because she can actually frame it in terms of, like, it's not don't cause trouble, it's, like, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Um, and control your temper. And, like, come, we'll have, like, th- our Thursday night tea <laughs> You could just yell at me, yell all your frustrations <laughs> out at me, get it all out, and then like be able to like steal yourself for the next week yeah. of dealing with Umbridge. And so, does that mean that he gets less attentions? I think and so. If, and if that's the case, like first of all, Angelina is having a lovely year. And I love that for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I also do kind of think that Harry would still jump Malfoy. So there's that yeah i still think that like umbridge is gonna try to find a way to get him yeah and i think in trouble and not succeed in some ways malfoy's ability to push buttons i feel like that would still he's getting less detentions but he still gets kicked off the quidditch team oh yeah or he gets the quidditch team disbanded i guess no he gets kicked off oh he gets kicked off so yeah yeah i think that still happens but um yeah i feel like also this is just me being me. Um, when it comes to the the ministry, um, doesn't she? He like go to McGonagall. And McGonagall's like Dumbledore's gone. McGon, that's no McGonagall gets forced down into the chest when she's trying to like. Oh right, she's Hagrid. already gone. So she's at Saint Mungo's. Right. Which, like... I'm trying to figure out, there's, like, a point early on when when he sneaks into Umbridge's office to use the flu, the Mm. first... Or or who... he When he uses the flu and he does talk to Sirius the first time... Yeah. And then tries to do it again. I mean, maybe he... Maybe he... Okay, maybe what it is is that he doesn't. Maybe he goes to McGonagall and is like, I need to talk to Sirius. Yeah. Mm. When is it... When is it... Is it... Is it that they do the flu in the common room? When what? when Sirius almost gets caught, or yeah, the, no, the, yeah, the first time when the like hand goes, yeah, that's oh, they were just yeah. talking to Sirius. That was I think, and that was pre mirror too. I think. Um, oh okay. Yeah, they just yeah that was just a. He, uh, I think Hedwig gets um, injured. Injured. They can't, yeah, they can't tell Sirius like not to come because it's you know they're being watched or whatever. Right. Um, so I think that. That when that happens, then he gets the mirror, 
Um, I feel like maybe he talks to her about it, and she, and then she's like, "What'd you get for you Christmas, Harry?" Her. Like, well, right. Well, it's not so much. She doesn't. He doesn't know it's. He hasn't unopened. He hasn't opened it. Yeah, it's, I mean, so, and it's not so much like open, like or whatever, but like I think he's like probably telling her like I'm really adamant about making sure that Sirius stays put. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. I'm really scared that Sirius is gonna do something reckless or whatever. Um, and she can like reassure him, like, I'll talk to Sirius. We'll all talk to Sirius. And maybe he just believes her more. Um, I don't, I don't know if he'll still use the mirror, but I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out a way in which, um, he doesn't die. Right. That's, that's your, the thing is, yeah, I feel like the problem is that. Like I don't, I don't know that many things will change because at a certain point she's not there anymore, and I mm-hmm. feel like it would make him a little bit more quick to pull the trigger on just you know what I mean. Like I could see, I could mm-hmm. see her not, I could see him not going to Umbridge's office to talk to Sirius the first time, um, mm-hmm. which could potentially help when they go the second time. Well, no, because I think it was the Nifflers that made it so that she put those like oh yeah uh, alarms on her um, office. Um, so it wasn't even Harry sneaking in the first time that made that a problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the first time I could just see her kind of figuring out a way to get them in contact without having to involve Umbridge. But by the time he sees that vision of Sirius, like McGonagall's not there for him to talk to. And I think that that probably shakes him up a little bit too. Yeah. He's like she's not here. Dumbledore has been gone and wasn't talking to me anyway. Like, I think he's just like, we're, we're just going to do it. Um, mm. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, but <laughs> when after the fact, she's okay. And that might help him like a little bit, you know? Yeah. Mm. I know. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with Bayana on that point. I'm sorry. I want him to live too. That's that's like my number yeah. one. But <laughs> damn it, yeah, I was just hoping. Yeah. Um, okay, so oh, can I just say really quick that my roommate bought a pin. Um, she went to one like LeakyCon Boston or something. I get and like a, I went to the vendor hall. Um, and got from some artist, and I wish I remember the artist's name so I could plug them. Except that I hate this pin. It is a shard of the mirror with the eye. And I'm just so offended oh when God. she wears it. I'm like, no, stop. Wow. <laughs> How dare. So rude. Why don't you just put that shard through my heart? Exactly. <laughs> I think she like wore it to the Yule Ball. And I was like, no, no, no. How dare. <laughs> How dare. How dare indeed. Oh, my oh. gosh. That mirror is, I think, the thing I'm um, maddest about in the entire series. Yeah, it is infuriating. It's right there. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Also, just like, maybe, ooh, when she's doing the Yule Ball and she's teaching them about dancing and etiquette, she instills in them the etiquette that you open someone's present and they give it to you. <laughs> yeah, Straws just... grasping. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I had the thought of like, you know, they're back at term, or, you know, back in, in January after, because he gets it for Christmas, right? Yeah. And so she's just like, oh, Harry, what'd you get for Christmas? And then he's like, oh, oh, and I didn't open this one from Sirius yet. And then that makes him open it. 
Yeah, I just... I don't know, because it feels like he was very much like, I'm... I mean, maybe he would open it, and maybe she's like, you don't have to use it, but you should open it, because it's good etiquette. (laughs) It's not like, okay, all right, Karen Huger. Um, (laughs) I have been um, watching that all day, so... I know. Um, You haven't updated me. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. Um... (laughs) Okay, so but I okay, so I do think though that having McGonagall around will help him after. Like I feel like there's like this whole thing which it annoys me, but where Harry's like, you know, haven't heard from Se- from Remus, you know, it's ever since Sirius's death, which like you know the owl works both ways. He could have <laughs> yeah could have sent that. He could have also written to Remus, but I think that like having McGonagall there will like will help um and i think that he'll be like relieved too that she's okay Mm -hmm. um because i'm sure that that would also be way especially like you're like okay sirius is in trouble i gotta go and like mcgonagall is also in danger yeah and it's like you know in the hospitals i think that he's kind of just like you know what's going on yeah um so i think that that will help a little bit i (laughs) wonder about the draco situation in Halfway yeah. Prince, and if she, if he's telling her about that, and if so, what, like, what she says, because I'm she sure says, she knows. Just ask this boy out on a date already. And <laughs> <laughs> I am tired Nothing of hearing about me. it. I am tired of this. It. This is. We know what's going on. I think that I I I do think that Harry is more um careful about it, like. Yeah, are guarded like he he will rant and rave to Hermione and um and Ron about like Draco's a Death Eater, Draco's a Death Eater, and he might be like Draco's up to something to McGonagall over and over again, but I don't think he's gonna like flat out accuse because I think he also he values her opinion, but he also knows that like she doesn't suffer fools, so she's like. He's going to want to be really, really sure yeah. about what he tells her. Yeah. Like, when he tells her something, he want, he's going to, like, he has to really not just believe it, but believe that, like, he can prove it, you know? Right. So, I don't know. Maybe she might keep him busy. Or the, like, cause I feel like one of the problems, or keep him distracted, one of the problems is that, like, he's supposed to do, this is... This is the biggest book of Harry has ADHD. He's supposed to get this memory from Slughorn, and that seems too big and too daunting. So he distracts himself with all with what's Draco doing? What's Draco doing? Mm-hmm. And I feel like McGonagall might help in like redirecting his focus the the right. way that like Hermione. And especially, I would think especially if she's more like supposed to help him more on like a more official capacity, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like given, um, like from Dumbledore or whatever. Like maybe you know, I think Snape is definitely the one who's supposed to kill him, and like they still have their own little whatever going on. But yeah, um, yeah, I could see her like maybe not knowing exactly what Harry's supposed to do, but no, like knowing that you know she needs to keep an eye out and could be like, yeah. so have you? And I think that like yeah. she'll know by this point, like watching his interactions and stuff, that like 
Hermione, when Hermione does it, Hermione kind of like nags at him and that doesn't help him. Yeah. And it just makes him resentful. And so she would be more like, let's figure out, let's brainstorm different things. Like Hermione's like, you should be getting the memory. You should be focusing on the memory. And she would be more like, hey, I had this thought that you could invite him to dinner or you could invite him to a tea. You know what I mean? Like more actionable type of things. Um, and in doing that and trying to like constantly redirect his focus, he's not hyper-focusing on Draco. Like he still thinks what he thinks, but right. he's just he's like- He's not like actively stalking. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I agree with he's that. He's really stalking that boy. He's loose. He's really- this, Like, seriously, Pris- um, sorry. Half-Blood Prince is like, Harry Potter has ADHD. <laughs> Harry Potter and the attention deficit hyperactivity <laughs> is what that book should be. I had never thought because... of it, but like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I when I was doing more like understanding about my own ADHD, it's when it started to like really like sink in with me, especially the, the like avoidance. I was like, mm-hmm. Harry is doing all this because he's avoiding having to go. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like after you said that, I did zone out for a moment because I started thinking about the biggest task that I've been putting off, and then was in analyzing why I've been putting it off, and like I just went on a hole. So uh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. We're all in this together. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So I think that that might be her biggest contribution for. Half-Blood Prince. Also wonder if Sectum Semper goes down the same way. I I mean I could I I could be convinced either way if it does or if it doesn't, but I think if it does, like Harry's having a long talk with McGonagall afterwards and like Oh yeah. Like that's absolutely. Yeah. I mean I think that I mean, the only reason that he knew that he was, that Malfoy was where he was, was because he was stalking him. So I guess it's really the question is, is he stalking Malfoy or is he just like vaguely, you know, Malfoy walks by and he's like, hmm, wonder what he's up to. Maybe follows him a couple times, but not like literally checking out where he is at any given time. Given moment. Like, I think it depends on the range of that, because I think that if Harry is at the point where he is opening the Marauder's map and searching for Malfoy on the map, right. the minute he sees him in the thing, he's going to go to the yeah, I also so, wonder, because the other thing he's d- distracting himself with that year is the Half-Blood Prince's potions book, and that's how he, like, even mm-hmm. thinks to use Sectum Simpra, and I wonder if he's, right. like, less engaged with that book, because, like you said, like, McGonagall's kind of keeping him focused in other areas. Maybe he feels, like, less of the, the pressure... Um, and like all the kinds of feelings that were leading him to think that he needed the book so much, he might feel less of that. So maybe he doesn't even have that spell in his head. Yeah. Right. Like maybe he's just using the book like in post, like I could see him being like, this book is super useful. So I'm going to use it in class, Mm -hmm. in class, but not like I'm like combing through it. Yeah. She, you know, she's checking in on him too. She's his mom. Like she sees his marks. You know, like, she pays close attention. Oh, yeah. She's like, you're doing much better in potions. Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's really starting to click for me. <laughs> I don't think he would tell no. her about the book because, Mm-mm. you know, he doesn't want it to get taken away. But um, he has someone to tell his dark, 
deep secrets to he has someone who like understands his moody behavior about Sirius. Um, so yeah, it's just like this book is useful. Um he might try Levy Corpus, mm-hmm. have that issue with Hermione, and then that gets reinforced by McGonagall, and then he's like, Let me just like use this for the potions. Yeah. And like keep it at that I'm doing well in class let's not rock the boat or draw too much attention to myself because I have to Mm -hmm. do these other things yeah right so then maybe what it is is that he and he still like is stalking Draco so does find him in the bathroom and they duel it just doesn't get to yeah because he's not it's just it's more like maybe Myrtle runs out and is like they're dueling and so then like the teachers come and they're like what's wrong with y'all and then they both get detention but Harry doesn't have to like hide the book um even if he gets like the last, um, even if he like has to skip because like, he has attention or whatever and can't do Quidditch, like mm-hmm. at least he didn't almost murder somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't um, hide the book though. He doesn't, he doesn't know, hide the book. That doesn't see the diadem. Well, he can still get there. It'll just mm. yeah be more tedious. It won't be as direct. Yeah. Okay, so he. He's still going on his hog- his Horcrux hunt, so if he he's not supposed to tell anyone about those, but McGonagall's in the order. So that, what does she know? And how do we think she, what do we think happens after the cave? Hmm. Mm. Um yeah, like, I wonder... I mean... Go ahead. Doesn't she... Does she ask him? Sorry, I'm gonna look. Um. Oh. Because does she ask him what happened? She asks him what happens, and he is really vague, but I feel like at with this relationship that they have, he wouldn't... He would be much more open. I do think mm-hmm. that... Dumbledore would still like not tell McGonagall that he's about to take Harry and I feel like that could be a complicated feeling that McGonagall is then having afterwards that she's really mad at Dumbledore for having taken Harry but then also obviously grieving that he's gone and that she can't ask him any more questions um yeah but I do think I think McGonagall would have known a little bit more just in general i don't think dumbledore would have straight up told her about horcruxes but i think she would have understood this like connection and some more of the stakes and and some more of that information um and mm-hmm. so maybe when she's asking harry about what happened in the cave um she can somehow indicate to him that like she knows more than she he might think that she does and so like like it's okay yeah. to tell me dumbledore told me xyz therefore you can tell me this Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I could... Yeah. Because in this case, he's just like, Dumbledore told me not to tell anyone. Um, he said no one but Ron and Hermione. But I wonder if that is different in the, in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. in this case, it's, it's just Ron and Hermione because those are the people that you're close to and you know you can trust them and, like, whatever. But I think that if Harry and mcgonagall have this relationship and like dumbledore is encouraging mcgonagall to 
continue to foster it. Like I could see him being like, if you need, you know, like tacking her on, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, yeah, I could um, see that. Yeah, I feel like Dumbledore isn't gonna tell McGonagall about Horcruxes, but I think he does know that by the time Horcruxes is solely Harry's responsibility. He's going to need help, which is why he does say you can tell Hermione and Ron. Um, I feel like he doesn't tack on McGonagall because in his mind, she's going to have to be headmistress Mm -hmm. and like can't really worry about those things. But if they do have this like relationship, um, she could be a part of that. You can tell McGonagall, Harry and Ron um no and like tell Mag- and he could tell McGonagall like you know at a certain point there's going to come a time when Harry has to do you know I don't forget how he like phrases it with Snape but he kind of tells Snape everything but like yeah you know there's gonna because I think or maybe it's Remus and he's like at a certain point like Harry's gonna have to come to you and for something and just like be prepared or whatever. And I think that like he could in his Dumbledore-ish way say, you know, Harry's going to have to like take on this task that you think he shouldn't and it's too much for him, but you're going to have to let him do it because this is the only way that like we're going to defeat Voldemort. Kind of in that like Doc Stephen Strange like Oh, the one. The mm. one it's like only you know we lose and all of the iterations except for one yeah um and i think that mcgonagall will know that uh and she's not gonna you know she loves harry but i still think that she like i and i think dumbledore would know that she's not gonna like shirk on her responsibility she's gonna become headmistress or she's gonna stay and protect the school because she's not gonna Mm -hmm. be headmistress snape is but like she's not gonna leave all those children abandoned but we'll also know that, like, Dumbledore gave Harry this task and, like, she has to help when we get to certain points. So. Yeah. I think he could, I think we could get to a place where he could tell her. Um, Because I'm, I'm wondering, too, like, if he's, like, we went to find if he could show her the locket and then they could figure out the locket earlier. I'm wondering how much about the Horcruxes like he how would much tell her. He would tell her. Yeah. Yeah. He could maybe tell her like this one and not let her know that there are other ones. Like tell her about that night in particular. Mm-hmm. Like we went like, yeah. Cause she asks him where to Dumbledore take you. Not necessarily like, what all did Dumbledore tell you, which is like a distinction. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he could do it in a way that he's not revealing the horcruxes, but he's like, we went to go find where, where we Voldemort, Dumbledore thought Voldemort hid something here and all we found was this necklace. <laughs> we went to a cave and all we got was this last picture. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, and while well, I'm thinking yeah. now about um what does it mean that she would still most likely like still would be headmistress well until the caros or whatever but like she's still at hogwarts mm-hmm. and so harry has a line to hogwarts but i guess maybe not because like security surveillance wise 
maybe he still can't get in touch with her. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I think maybe when he does get back to Hogwarts, he knows, like, he can go. Like, he, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like when he gets there um, for to find... Which I think, I guess maybe at that point he knows it's Ravenclaw's. Um, he's not thinking like, oh, I can go see McGonagall. Like that's not crossing his mind. And like she pops up and like that's, you know, but um, that could be on his mind. That, like, okay, if we can't, like we can figure out a way to get to her and like she might be able to help us. And like, I don't know that it would yeah no work out that way. Um, but I think that, it, I might make him and like maybe Ron and Hermione feel a little bit better about going to Hogwarts because before that they're just like no we can't do that and even when Harry's like it's there we have to they're hesitant um, but if they know for a fact that like somebody on the inside will help them if they need them to like a specific person um, that might make them a yeah. little bit more like confident yeah. going into it Yeah. 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 That's that's that was just kind of my thinking. It was like I can't think of a like concrete example of what would happen from that, but I feel like it would be yeah. reassuring to know like to have this closer relationship with McGonagall. Maybe she knows a little bit vaguely about their mission and that mm -hmm. she's on the inside there. And then like I wonder can you can you do a stronger spell than Crucio the way he like knocks out the carols <laughs> spitting at her like I oh. mean he could do a stronger Crucio that's like the first time it took right but that's he could true. do like a yeah true. Voldemort like, he level had to really feel Crucio it so he's <laughs> on the and that carol's <laughs> done that's over for him make it hurt um yeah yeah so when they go to so the the Horcrux hunt happens basically the same way because she doesn't really have any knowledge yeah. anyway. Yeah, she might know who Reb is and like point them back to Grandma Place, but do we even think that he tells her that much? Yeah, so like I I could kind of see where here and there he's like, we think that this type of object is maybe in this place do you know anything about that you know like you know or do yeah. you know this person like if he's able to have a way to contact her where he can ask questions and she just understands that she can't ask any more questions back that like she just has to kind of uh -huh. help without very much information yeah. i feel like he could tell her about the note because he opens the locket at the end of half-blood prince right like yeah. he goes into yeah. Speaking of fax machines. There you um, go. <laughs> what's what's the fax? Is it from Arthur Weasley? I think my mom just printing something. Um But yeah, yeah, R A B. He 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 yeah. totally could have asked so her I think about he could him. Go, he could he maybe doesn't tell her about the lock and he doesn't tell her about horror cruxes, but like he sees this thing and he says, like, we found this note to Voldemort from someone named R A B. Do you know who that could be? Yeah. You know, and like, maybe he just sticks with the weapon uh, thing. The note says that he knows where he hid this weapon. And so, like, right. we're trying to uncover it. Mm -hmm. 
we don't know, you know, kind of similar to what, how Dumbledore did the, the weapon thing in, um, or the Phoenix. Like, we don't really know what it is. So she's, like, used to that kind of language anyway. Yeah. When it comes to dealing with Dumbledore shenanigans. Um, so I could see him, like, telling her about the note, not connecting it to Horcruxes. Yeah. And then she's like, I can look into it. And maybe she gives him a list of R.A.B.s and, like, Regulus Black is on there. And it's like, bet. We're going back to Grandma Place anyway. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think that's the level of help that she could definitely provide. But I think once, yeah, once they start camping, like, it, they just wouldn't have a way to get in touch with her. And so from there, it just kind of proceeds as it would have. Yeah. So we go through the Horcrux hunt without much changing, and then we end up at the Battle of Hogwarts. Um, when he gets, when they get back on on to school grounds, um, and she he does see McGonagall again. You know they're like really in. The, I don't know how much changes there, um, except I think it might just be like. You know, when he's talking to Neville and stuff about, like, a distraction and the need to go find this thing, he says, like, go tell McGonagall. Like, yeah. they're, you know, alerted, like, pretty soon after Harry and yeah. uh, Ron and Hermione enter the castle. Like, Hermione, or McGonagall knows that they're there and that they need to, they're also a part of, like, the distraction. Mm-hmm. He can fly. Um, um, earlier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think Snape would still get away. Does this mean, that, like... Snape gets away. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would more still, or like, less flies. go mm. the same way. But um, I think a lot of the changes are like internal. Yeah. 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 I feel like McGonagall is um, also going to be very anti Harry giving himself up though during the hour break or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's not going yeah, to see he her. Would know yeah, that. yeah so, so he would he's avoid avoiding her. <laughs> He's like, we are not, yeah. we're not going to cross yeah. paths. So she like searching cause... for him. Like someone bring me Harry Potter right now <laughs> so I can sit on him mm. so he doesn't go anywhere. That's possible. I mean, he could be coming down from the, um, from Dumbledore's office and like can kind of hear her being like, where's yeah, Harry he just like, like, what's like... going on? And then being like, ooh, let <laughs> yeah. me. Secret passageway. You know, you know that like, that gif of like, do peace and out and just disappearing like that's Harry yeah <laughs> it's like mm, it's not gonna be me um so there's that yeah I think that's it yeah I mean honestly yeah I think it would pretty much at that yeah. point in the same way but like at the end she might I feel like maybe does she like curse her <laughs> like, don't yeah. you ever scare me like that again something like that well like, we're not doing well, this anymore huge difference at the end, and it's over, mm-hmm. and he's telling her the whole story, the whole saga, like, this is, okay, this is actually what went down. She is like, if you name your child Albus Severus, I will punch you in This the is face. what I was gonna say, is his like, daughter Dumbledore is named Minerva now. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Minerva Lily, <laughs> and, like, the other, it's, yeah. But, like, but definitely there's no not, Albus, mm-mm. and there's not no Dumbledore or She's like, no. Yeah. She's like, we're all. done. No. That's that's never happening. James Arthur, right, is the one. And then James James, James Sirius, Sirius and our Arthur Remus. <laughs> I love it. Remus Arthur. 
rat rats are reading yeah. Harry Just Potter. R-A-P. I oh, so it. close to R-A-B. R-A-R-P. Um, yeah. I do, yeah, I, I, I do think that, like, the Battle of the Hogwarts is our final, like, I feel like throughout the series we encountered a number of fixed points in time where it wouldn't change because we already mm-hmm. saw McGonagall caring so much about Harry. And what we've just sort of done yeah. is spread that throughout yeah. the rest of the series is like those those moments of heightened like overprotectiveness yeah. and caring we've now spread throughout the series. So yeah, the Battle of Hogwarts doesn't change too much because it's that fixed point in time of her love for Harry. Yeah, and I think yeah. that like one of the things that I've always felt sad about with Harry is that when it's all over, like he does feel love and he has the Weasleys, but he doesn't have anyone that was like his like mm-hmm. any adults that were like his mm-hmm. people yeah. right because like he loses Sirius he loses Remus I mean he, Hagrid was never an adult <laughs> yeah well this is part of what got, got me into this whole question is because before I reread the yeah. series as an adult I had thought a lot about how Hagrid is one of the better and this is what I thought of, I'm about to correct myself but I thought of how Hagrid is one of the better father figures in Harry's life because he's there day to day he's one of the few that's not like absent he doesn't have his own agenda he's like literally just unconditionally loving and caring for harry but then when i reread the series as an adult i was like hagrid is irresponsible like he like hermione is cleaning (laughs) up his like alcohol bottles like there is just there's so many problems happening here um so i would agree hagrid is ultimately not a great father figure and also i think not there for him beyond hogwarts yeah i also love that we started this with like he tells an adult and like Hagrid doesn't really get mentioned yep. again because it's like McGonagall just is like, come here child. Have you ever laid your head on big bosom? Um, I think that like, yeah, I think that it is, it's important to note. And like you said, like Hagrid is wonderful, but he is definitely like that older brother, like cool uncle type of thing where it's like, yeah. you go to him and you're going to have great memories, but like you, that's not who you leave your child with when like the shit gets real. Um, yeah. But McGonagall is that. Yeah. And so I do think that one of the things that like I has always made me sad about the ending of Harry Potter is that he doesn't have anyone that he can go to that he can like unload all this stuff on who doesn't have not divided loyalties, but I just feel like with like the Weasleys, like it's just like they would be hearing Harry's story and they would be like, oh my God, I can't believe that Ron abandoned you. And I'm so, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they would have these like different things that would distract them. Whereas like McGonagall is like, this is what you were going through. And like, you know, this is all the ways that those men in your life. You. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, a woman saves the day. <laughs> Here's your therapy. Women doing yeah. all the work. All right. So in this new timeline, who is your MVP? It's pretty, it's pretty easy. easy. It's McGonagall, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Round the board. Yeah. It's totally. totally McGonagall. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely McGonagall. No, you, you heard the last two hours. Yeah. You know why. This is, it's just been the McGonagall story. Yeah. This was the yeah. entire thing. Um, yeah. Who's benched? I mean, oh, go ahead. I mean, Lockhart's out here spreading disinformation. Lockhart started QAnon. We never came back around to that, but (laughs) but he's out here wilding in the streets, so I'm going to go with him. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I was tempted to say Hagrid just in the sort of, like, absent way that we just discussed of, like, you know, he 
Mm. Um, he gets his his comeuppance for the dragon thing in the first book, and then maybe that does even have some ripple effects on like what he's trusted with going forward. But he was definitely absent in our our telling here. Um, but benched it like I don't know on the level of like like benched because like come on, what are you doing? Uh, I might have to keep thinking. Do you have one, Robin? I I've got uh, Dumbledore mm, because I feel that's like good. he should have just given. Harry permission to tell McGonagall like if you're gonna set McGonagall up as someone who he should lean on he should he doesn't give like and this is like now I'm thinking about it like even in the canon he doesn't give Harry a single adult that he could tell mm-hmm. like you, you don't trust yeah. a single adult you don't trust Remus yeah yeah so like give him an adult <laughs> to help yeah he knows three spells. Yeah, totally. He needs all the help he can get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even when he learns more, he only uses one. He Maybe only knows that's it. another like change, and it doesn't change like the plot, but like yes, he has more spells. Absolutely. He has a better like, repertoire. His transfiguration is on yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't that what his 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 dad was good at transfiguration, right? His mom was good at charms. Yeah. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with Dumbledore. I'm going same. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Always. All timelines. Just That's like, true. Do less and do more. How is that possible? <laughs> but it is with Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what? Both though I feel like I have met so many a person where yes, do less and do more. <laughs> <laughs> and do more. <laughs> yeah, it's less than one. It's just like funnel the funnel it, funnel yeah. the energy, balance and all things. I'm just keep coming up with some Thanosisms this year. This ep- yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of Avengers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, I don't know. This episode. <laughs> it all fits though. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back on a new adventure with the Time Turner next week. Make sure to follow along. Oh well. I was going to say first, um, Jackson, tell us where we can Oh, yeah. I am at JackIsNotABird on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And also my book, Sorted, coming out, growing up and finding my place. I always forget the title of my own book. Uh, (laughs) But uh, that's a a book uh, about being like trans, but also a big Harry Potter fan. So I feel like listeners of this show might enjoy it. And you can get that at your library (laughs) or local independent bookstore. Boom. It's wonderful. Awesome. And then you can get him to sign it like I did because when <laughs> Jack signs his name very fast, when he signs his name in a hurry, it looks like Fuckbird. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if this has an explicit rating or if we can say that. Uh, yep. It does. It's amazing. And my mom, <laughs> so I good. like, I guess I accidentally signed my whole name in a card to my mom recently. And she was like, why did you sign your name Jack B.W.? And I was like, what? And then I realized the way I signed my last name, which is Bird, it kind of just looks like the letter B and the letter W. And I was like, God, I just need a new signature. It's failing all over. I thought you were going to say it looks like fucking. Not quite. Uh, Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you follow Jack and look at uh, catch him. All around the internet, he's wonderful. 
read his book. It's wonderful. Uh, thanks. Uh, next week, we'll be back on a new adventure in, with the Time Turner. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for this timeline. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can at Black Girls Create, B-L-K Girls Create, and hashtag Wizard Team.